Welcome back to another episode of Goddess Talks with me, Elise 5K. And today we're going to be talking about how resonance is the attractive force. And I'm going to be reading from some of Richard McKim's core concepts as summarized by ISOS, I-A-S-O-S dot com. And so, okay, resonance. What is resonance? It is two similar frequencies interacting and mutually stimulating each other. Similarity of the frequencies is determined by the similarity of meanings that created them. Resonance is a pervasive force that is not limited by time or space. Resonance is the action of creation. So once the frequency has been created, Resonance goes to work matching and eliciting responses aligned with those frequencies. Resonance does not discriminate between what you want and what you don't want. Resonance only brings you what you pay attention to and are thinking about. Again, let me read that again. Resonance only brings you what you pay attention to and are thinking about. Therefore, only think and pay attention to what you like and what you want in your experience and forget the rest. Focus on what you prefer. Focus on what you prefer. What is it that you prefer? Okay, focus on that. And then let's bring law of assumption into this. Focus on already having it. I already have it. I want this. When God created the universe, he, she said, let there be light. He, she did not go around saying, oh my God, is the light going to come? Oh my God, I don't see it yet. Oh my God, it's not happening. No, no. He, she said, let there be light and didn't worry about it anymore and, and knew that it was done. And it was, it took about what, like a couple days, seven days, a couple million years, big bang, something happened, the big bang situation. And then boom, light happened. So, you know, that is your natural state is to, and babies do this. They want what they want and they, I'm sure they assume they're going to get it. Mommy, I'm hungry. I need some milk. Like they assume they about to get some milk or are they about to cry? Well, anyway, I can't even, that's not even probably a good analogy, but the point is, is that resonance does not discriminate between what you want and what you don't want. It only brings you what you pay attention to and are thinking about. So do not resist what you do not want. Resistance attracts that which you are resisting. So simply ignore what you do not want. Oof. Ignore what you don't want. Ignore what you don't want. Ignore what you don't want. How do you do that? Gradients of resonance, varying degrees of resonance. Frequencies will resonate to the degree that they are similar or relevant. The greater this similarity in meaning and vibrations, the greater the resonance. When you focus on what you do want, you attract more things and events that you do want. When you focus on what you don't want, you attract more things and events that you don't want. When you ignore certain events or things, you attract less of those things and events. I was trying to tell my friend this as he was focusing on like racism and oppression in the black community. And I was like, well, possibly we focus on it too much. And then it comes into our reality, giving the other groups power over us, possibly. And he just, for whatever reason, said, I'm, you know, I don't get it. And I'm, you know, I should do better. Like, I just don't think, you know, my grandpa is probably like 90 something years old. He has passed away. But I asked him, did he experience racism? And he said, no, he just didn't focus on it. You know, my grandpa is probably one of the most spiritually advanced, low key people you could ever meet. And it's not like he's a spiritual guru. He didn't like become a preacher. He didn't like tell people things. It's just his behavior. He just he didn't dwell on drama. Other people who were so spiritual and religious and self-righteous we're low-key Pharisees, and I'm saved. You're not saved. My grandpa didn't act like that, but I feel like he was the one that was saved. He didn't go to church that much. He listened to secular music, but his behavior 
though. He never belittled me, never called me names, never never mentally abused me in, in any way, shape, or form. In fact, when I was being mentally abused collectively by family members, he would say, stop it. Leave her alone. Like, what is the point? What is wrong with you? Relax. Why do you got to be focusing on all of these things towards this child? Why? What are you doing? Narcissistic abuse. But he was like done with it. He was like, what in the world? Relax. You know? He didn't focus on negative things. He really didn't. I've never known him to be negative in any way. It's just, uh, that's what you call a Zen master. I digress. The point is, is he never, he grew up in, you know, the old days when everyone was like, oh, oppression and abuse. They're lynching and, you know, doing these things. He was in the military. I asked him in the military, did you experience racism? No. He said, no. What am I to do with that? I was like, yes, you have. He said, no, I haven't. No. Because he don't focus on that. He retired with money in the bank, a house in a very affluent neighborhood, with one salary, mind you. <laughs> he, he died, not alone, he died in a room filled with people singing. He died in a room with a choir holding his wife's, beautiful wife's hand with his children in the room, with money in the bank that he could leave to his children, with property that he could leave to people. That's how he died. And he never focused on oppression. And he was like literally a Zen master. I mean, I just use this example because he's like the most unassuming Zen master of the family. He didn't go to church. He went to church like twice like that. I mean, I'm sure he went to church, but he didn't go to church that much. He drank. He, he let me drink beer one time when I was like seven. <laughs> okay. It was nasty. I was like, ew. He let me chew tobacco. And that's why I was like, ew. He let me smoke a cigarette. I was like, ew, never doing that. He was just like, here, do it. You want to do it? Do it. I'm like, cool, I can do it. You know, he just, he was awesome. Like, that's the kind of energy I, you know, when he passed, I was like, oh, God. who The energy, that energy was, like, protective. And, um, yeah, but his energy still stills here with me because... I'm talking about them now, you know? So when you ignore certain events or things, you attract less of those events or, and things. So when you practice ignoring a thought pattern, it begins to lose its vibrational power, resonance power with you. So see, as I'm saying, like, this stuff is practice. I'm not sitting here and being like, I'm a Zen guru. I am, you know, I'm not going to say I'm not because that's like what you say becomes true. What I'm saying is I'm on a journey towards becoming a better me. And I know that I must practice ignoring negative thought patterns. So that it will lose its vibrational power. Like people, you know, because I have this podcast, people are like, well, you, you know, they always want to point out stuff I, don't, I haven't mastered yet, which narcissist, narcissistic abuse. The thing is, is I have mastered it because I'm working on mastering it. Duh. So the fact that you want to point out things that I, that, it, that appears, that I have appeared to not master yet lets me know. Demonic possession, bot, NPC bot, agent, you're an agent. Agent Smith, I digress. But anyway, when you practice ignoring a thought pattern, it begins to lose its vibrational power with you. The more often you think a thought, the stronger its vibrational power and the more powerfully it attracts to a similar vibration. So remember everything that was good in your past and notice everything that is good right now. Imagine everything being good in your near future. 
And this is why I, I've been watching this this girl named Sammy Ingram and her YouTube uh, Law of, of Assumption channel. And she's always talking about affirming. And I know that Apostle Paul would talk about see, pray without ceasing. And I, I couldn't get into that. Like my grandma would be like, pray without ceasing. Like, you know, and she was, you know, very religious into the church. And she would always be praying in her closet, crying and stuff. And I just felt like, which which is which is how she manifests. She's able to bring that emotion into her prayers to the point of tears. So she's able to, to move reality by her emotion and then she believes in that and her god is able to do these things and so she's a great manifester as well not you know i ain't gonna give her to zen master she ain't no zen master though i'm gonna tell you that but she uses the power of her emotions and she believes in her prayers i personally was confused about who am i praying to so it was hard for me to pray because i felt like i was talking to myself so i had to go on my different path you feel me so you know and it's like me like i'm eve right knowledge of getting evil i just had to eat the apple bro I had to eat the apple because I wanted to experience polarity. I wanted to experience, I want to become a God. I wanted to become, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. I guess I wanted to know what is good and what is evil because in the Bible it says, oh, well, now man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Well, you ate from the tray. Now you're going to experience polarity in the third dimension. You're going to know what is good and you're going to know what is evil. Take that however, there's multi, uh, dimensions to that scripture you could either it could mean that well shit the meaning you assign to it is the meaning that it that it is so whatever you would like what does that mean to you to me it means that I have a full life experience I was able to experience good and bad in order to consciously understand what I'm doing in the third dimension to be conscious right you have to experience polarity in order to be conscious you know what i mean and that's what god means like you're conscious of yourself you don't just you're not out here willy-nilly hee hee i don't know what i'm doing but i'm living like that's cool you could be in heaven and oh yay willy-nilly i don't know i'm just a high vibe person creating whatever i want great maybe i chose to eat the apple to see like what well, let me experience good and evil because if you if you don't experience evil then you, you don't appreciate the good anyway so I mean, you know, people say that. Some people don't want to do that, though. Some people are like, fuck that. I want to live in heaven forever. I don't want to know nothing bad, which I don't, I really don't, I really kind of don't ever want to experience anything bad, but it's too late because, you know, <laughs> like life, I'm pretty sure there's no one existing in the third dimension that never experienced bad. I'm pretty sure of that. If you exist, you, you're automatically in this realm, third dimension, you're automatically going to experience something that you don't prefer because the realm of the 3d you're gonna have people bullying you at school even you could you could be so such a pure person and then your parents are high vibe they they empower you blah 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 then you go to school and meet with a little narc child and then you come home like what they said i'm not this and they said i was stupid and they said i was ugly and you know and then your parents got to be like oh lord so i mean or you could have terrible parents you know, and then go to school and your friend's like, you're the coolest person ever. And you get validated there. Oprah said she got validated from her third grade teacher. This was a life changing person for her. So, you know, I'm on a rant. But the point is that remember everything that was good in your past. Right. Remember everything that was good. And I see Oprah doing that because she always talks about her third grade teacher, this lady that saw these this thing in her and was like you know and it was a life-changing person for her self-esteem and for her self-concept who was a life-changing person for your self-esteem and your concept think about that who who was it like certainly you must have somebody and if you don't create somebody create somebody in your mind period notice everything that is good right now notice the abundance around you 
just anything, you know, like, wow, air is so abundant in the universe. Like, you could be on Skid Row. Well, never mind. I don't even have nothing for that. But I'm saying there is beauty. Like, look at all these people. So abundant. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But look, <laughs> the point is, is that imagine everything being good in your near future. Okay. Imagine everything. Like, listen, I didn't say I was a Zen master. Okay. I'm like uh, Kanye. I, you ain't got the answer, Sway. You ain't got the answers. Except for now, he's come out and said Sway did have the answers, so I don't know. But the easiest way to determine if you're currently resonating with the desired things or the undesired things is to notice if you are feeling good or not. Think thoughts to feel good. That's what Abraham Hicks be saying. Why are you think? Why are you torturing yourself? I used to torture myself. Like, I still low-key be torturing myself because I was like a masochist low-key. I would torture myself with bad thoughts. For what? Why was I doing that? Why was I addicted to pain? That's a psychological, like, I had to go to therapy. I'm not addicted to pain no more, by the way. So I'm not dating anyone that makes me feel bad, which I might make people feel bad, but that's because they, you know, that's what they manifested of me making them feel bad. I don't know what to say, but like the point is that <laughs> like, again, I didn't say I was a Zen master. Okay. I'm on the journey with you. All right. So I'm on the journey of discovery towards becoming the best me. So I, you know, don't like be like, she ain't got the answers. Well, I kind of do have the answers because the easiest way to determine if you're currently resonating with the desired things or the undesired thing is is to notice if you are feeling good or not. Does this thought make me feel good at this point? If you don't make me feel good as a person, you're kind of blocked or I'm going to assign a meaning. See, here's the, the alchemy of that is that I can assign a meaning to make me feel good, which my mother does quite flawlessly. Um, if you come at me with some negativity now, I'm going to be like, oh, well, you know what? At least like I'm going I'm going to flip that. Y'all ain't finna make me feel bad out here because I'm already done hack the matrix. You could try. Oh, you, you know, you could try. I'm going to flip it. I am. I'm going to assign a positive meaning to whatever you try to do to me, period. Or I'm going to block you. How about that? <laughs> So pay attention to your attention. Pay attention to what you want and ignore what you don't want. Attention on negativity through resonance attracts more negativity and attention on positivity through resonance attracts more positivity. Okay. So that's, I mean, that's how you know, does it feel good or not? If you're listening to content that is, you know, my friend and I were arguing about Candace Owens. I think she's negative. She's pretty negative. She focuses on negative things about people um, including her own people. you can, I can make the one situation be right and wrong at the same time. So it's about your focus. It's about the meaning you assign to certain things, for real. And this is why I say stay away from toxic people. They will destroy your self-concept, and then you begin manifesting things that you don't prefer in your reality because that is going in. Uh, the Bible says guard your ear gates, guard your heart. Like, stay away from toxic, belittling people. Stealth manipulators, covert narcissists, you got to block them. And you know what? Um, there's this guy, he's always talking about, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Yeah, vibration kind of uh, resonance, right? So your friends, if they're low vibrating, what are you going to be? And they, and you can't bring them with you because the negative energy trumps the positive energy for whatever reason. So, But the point is, is that whatever you draw in life it is never a result of chance, but instead always a result of your active vibrations, eliciting and remaking your world to accommodate how you are vibrating 
whether that is going to be in a desirable way or an undesirable way. So when negative thoughts, feelings are the active thoughts, feelings in your mind and heart, you are then attracting negative experiences from a state of worry. You cannot see solutions or opportunities because solutions or opportunities do not resonate with worry and fear. And one thing my grandma used to say, if you're going to worry, don't pray. If you're going to pray, don't worry. Hallelujah. So when positive thoughts and feelings are the active thoughts or feelings within your mind or heart, you are then attracting positive experiences. So from a positive state, you can see solutions and opportunities because solutions and opportunities do resonate with positive, optimistic outlook. What keeps the vibration active is the periodic rethinking of that subject. So Sammy Ingram always talks about affirm, affirm, like affirm all day long, like your affirmations, just affirm, like while you're driving, do your affirmations, you know, I know anything and everything that I decide to know, I can be anything and everything that I decide to be, I can do anything and everything that I decide to do, I can have anything and everything that I decide to have, I can have every experience that I decide to have, everything is working out just wonderfully for me, everything works out for me. People are mentioning me in positive ways right now, you know, just like affirm all day long. Your affirmations, your specific affirmations that you have created for yourself. And Sammy Ingram has affirmations on her um, channel that, you know, she's so good at creating affirmations. And there's another um, YouTube channel that I discovered. This girl went on this rampage that was so fire. It was so bomb. It was so long. Let me see if I can pull her up. Her page is called Manifest It, Finesse It, and she calls it the self-concept affirmation rampage to restore confidence. And I'm just going to pay a little bit. I don't know if I'm even allowed to just like play other people's content because I could get like in trouble in some way. But like I will I will include this in the description box of the podcast, but of this episode. But um. The day nothing is working out for you is the day you're not existing on this planet anymore. As long as you are living and breathing, you are getting what you want. There is nothing to doubt. There is nothing to give up on. Your desires are yours. Everybody in the world wants you. You are wanted. You are chosen. You are adored. You are irresistible. You are magnetic. You are wealthy. You are successful. You are abundant in everything that you do. Everything that you do, you always get paid. Everything that you do, you come out in first place. You are the prize. You are the best. You are the best. You are the best. You are the main character. You are not losing in your own TV show. You are not losing in your own reality. You are not losing in your own movie. You are in control of it all. You always get what you want because you said so. You're getting what you want because you said so. You're getting your desires because you said so. Your desires have your name stamped on them. There is no circumstance greater than you. There is no circumstance greater than you. You are in control of all the circumstances. Everybody is you pushed out. Nobody has free will. Nobody can go against what you say. You're getting what you want because you said so. You're deciding right now that you're the best because you are. You're a winner. You're first best. You're the best. You're a winner, you're first best. You're a winner, you're first best. There are no circumstances greater than your mind. As long as you see in here, it exists. It exists, so you're having it. You're doing no work. You always get your manifestations easily and effortlessly. You get everything you want easily and effortlessly. If you want it, you got it. If you want it, you're going to have it. You're going to have it because you said so. You don't deserve to struggle. You don't deserve to hate life. You don't deserve to not have what you want. You're getting what you want because you deserve it. You deserve it because you're the most handsome. You're the most beautiful. You're the 
most pretty. You're the most wanted. You're the most chosen. You're everybody's top pick. You're not a second option. You're option number one. There are no options because you are the prize and that's all. Everybody wants you in their life. Everybody wants you around. Everybody loves your energy. Your energy is magnetic and irresistible. Your energy is magnetic and irresistible. Nobody even compares to you. Let there be nobody in your reality that comes in and makes you doubt your power. Your power is limitless. You are limitless. You are powerful. You are getting all that you want. And you don't have to ask for it. You don't have to beg. You are deciding right now that you're taking no losses. You're taking no zeros. You're taking no no's. It's always yes. It's always you win. It's always I want to please you. People exist to please you. People exist to give you what you want. Nobody in this world will be satisfied until you get what you want. You are getting what you want. You are disciplined. You own it. You got it. You're so amazing at manifesting. You're such a powerful manifester. You always get what you want. You're so good at this. You wake up every day ready for the day. You wake up every day eager. You wake up every day in a new timeline. You wake up every day in a new reality. You're only existing in the new reality. The old story is the old you. You always get what you want. In your new reality, you have it all. In the reality you're in right now, you have it all. In the reality you're in right now, you are so adored. You are so famous. Everybody is so obsessed with you. You smell amazing. You look amazing. You taste amazing. You look so bomb right now. You look so good. Your outfit's amazing. Your face is amazing. Your skin is clear. Your hair is healthy. Your body's healthy. You feel great. You've never felt this good in your life. You are so ready for anything the world throws at you because every circumstance in the world is powerless whenever you step in your power you are sitting in your power you're sitting on the throne you're back in the castle you are the goddess the god the king the queen of this reality because you own it all your life is so good your life is so amazing you love the way life shows up for you You love the way life shows up for you life shows up for you in the ways that are most favorable life shows up for you in such amazing ways life is unfolding perfectly for you this is your life your life is amazing your life is chosen your life is wanted your life is beautiful your life is great your life is abundant your life is happy your life is full of peace your mental health is at the best place it's ever been in your whole life your physical health your spiritual health your energetic health your emotional health the best places they've ever been in your entire life because you are finally free you have no issues your financial issues have been cleared your mental issues have been cleared your physical issues have been cleared your health issues have been cleared you are radiant you are abundant you are beautiful you are living the most amazing fun filled life you are so youthful you are so beautiful you are so happy you are so amazing that is all i have for you guys today <laughs> i came with those off the top of my head whoa that was completely amazing. Can you imagine if you did that, if you just affirmed like that all throughout the day? I dare you to try this for a week and see how you feel. How did that make you feel just now? Like, I feel better. I feel great. That made me feel great. Like, but can you imagine if your parents did that to you every day? Wow. But we live in the realm of psychological projection and people are not going to do that to you. Like, let's just be real. And now that you're God... Now that you know who you are, you you can do this for yourself. Reprogram your own mind, rewire your own brain because you that's your God power, assigning meaning. She just assigned meaning to her own self, right? She just assigned meaning. So when positive thoughts and feelings are the active thoughts and feelings in your mind and heart, you are then attracting positive experiences. So from a positive state, you can see solutions and opportunities because solutions and opportunities do resonate with positive optimistic outlook. So what keeps a vibration active is the periodic rethinking of that subject 
affirm, affirm, affirm. Your state of being is more important than just feeling good. Your state of being is how you are vibrating. So not only do you need to feel good, but you need to vibrate on that frequency by consistently affirming, affirming, affirming all day long. Listen to audios, whatever you got to do. You can you can reprogram, you can rewire. Literally, all it is is brain neurons, neuroplasticity. You rewire your brain. You can, you can. And that's the same thing as once you rewire your brain, it creates focus on that thing. And then that is what creates matter. That's all that's been proven. Your state of being is how you are vibrating. Your state of being is the basis for how you are vibrating. And therefore, what you are listening and attracting into your experience, when you are feeling good, that lets you know that you are attracting what desirable things. Okay, so your your feeling is your your point of attraction. Like, that's how you know. Pay attention to your feelings. And it was something that I was thinking about when I was thinking about why I was a masochist. It was because I had people, family members in my life trying to make me feel bad about myself for some reason. They just wanted me to feel bad. And I assume misery loves company because it's like, I actually like myself. Um, Why are you trying to make me not like myself? Why did why would you want to do that? What is wrong? What was going on with you? Like, I didn't know what was going on because I was younger. I, I mean, not I was like an adult, but I was a younger an adult. Yeah, I you know, I had to tell this person, like, do do you do you want me to hate myself? Like, why? Why? Because misery loves company. Welcome to the realm of psychological projection. Some people will project their feelings onto you because they don't they don't want to do the work. You're the human sacrifice. You're the lamb. You're the scapegoat. You have to die for their sins, bro. You got to go get therapy for their shit that don't even affect you. Now you got to go get therapy. And then, but see, the thing is, is Eckhart Tolle said that unconscious people, if you're actually, that's a blessing. Like, here's how we going to flip this. We going to sign a positive meaning to it. Okay. Because Eckhart Tolle said the people like, like Jesus, right? He's God, right? Because he was the the lamb. He was the human sacrifice. He was the projection of the Pharisees, of the self-righteous people. So they killed him to save their own egos. But when you do that, when people sacrifice you, when you're around a bunch of unconscious people, Eckhart Tolle said that those people actually make you become more conscious. And what is consciousness but God, right? The I am. So when you, like Amon Ra is the hidden becomes light, into the light illumination the illuminati the light i am the truth the way the light you know the light bearer morning star that's god jesus right lucifer they call it you know the pharisees would call this lucifer you're lucifer you know because you're shining light on our self-righteous asses that we project onto other people you're a sinner they were the ones projecting onto the people you're a sinner and you're this and that and it's like jesus was like but you do that but you you actually do the worse than that like <laughs> Right. So, yeah, those are the people they want, you know, they want to sacrifice you to keep from looking at themselves. And now you have to carry their bags for them. But that is what's making you into a God, the knowledge of good and evil. Right. Polarity. Now you're more conscious. You're like they say, um, Dr. Romani was talking about narcissistic abuse victims and the scapegoated children and like the, the, the lamb, the sacrificed children of the family. Those are the most highly spiritually aware people the most beautiful people the most talented people the most artistic people because their feelings were invalidated so they turned to art to express themselves and then they become like you know creative powers but she said that some of these people are so abused that you will never see their light because they don't show it because they're ashamed like they're abused you know and she said it hurts it bothers her so much to see how beautiful these people are and you will never know because they have been programmed they have been 
you know, they're artists. They're scared to freaking sing in public. They're afraid to freaking show their art because of the narcissistic abuse. And, you know, but we're, we're here to overcome that. Um, we're going to sign positive meetings, which Eckhart Tolle did when he said that, you know, these being around these people are a blessing because they be, they help you to become conscious. Most of these people become spiritual gurus. You know, that's that Jesus, you know, the Jesus, the Christ energy is being self-aware, know thyself, knowledge of self, knowledge of psychological projection, because guess what? You that's why Jesus says, I have righteous judgment. I have come not to um, condemn people, but to save people. My judgment is to save people, not condemn them. So you can only save them when you have actually looked at yourself. And the only people that cannot save you are the people who have not looked at themselves. So once you look at yourself and you're aware of your the things inside of you, you can then tell the person about themselves, right? But if you haven't done that, then it's psychological projection. You see what I'm saying? There's a Bible scripture about this. Thou hypocrite, first cast out the beam out of thine own eyes, and then shalt thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. But if you can't look at yourself, you can't, you, you're, not, you're a psychological projector at this point. If you have looked at yourself, if you've been to therapy, if you've introspected, if you've gone through the process, then you can, you're, you're, you're not, projecting you're actually saying hey this is what i notice is going on what do you call that well jesus calls a righteous judgment but it's just like like you noticing something and then you correct it because you've already corrected it within yourself basically i mean you know so anyway feelings are your point of attraction does it make you feel good or does it make you feel bad? If it makes you feel bad, maybe reframe that. And then I think Bashar calls this reframing. No, this guy named Frederick Dodson, he calls it reframing. I love him too. If you if you should uh, ever want to explore these ideas, more of this guy named Frederick Dodson, he's a reality creation coach and he has all these books. He has this one book called Reality Creation or something of self. It's called Parallel Universes of Self. Yeah. Frederick Johnson, but he calls it reframing. So it's signing meaning is the same thing as reframing, is the same thing as cognitive behavioral therapy, is the same thing as um, making lemons, lemonade out of lemons, is the same thing as rising on the third day. You can't, you know what I mean? So with that said, I gotta go. Thank you for listening, and as always, peace and love, baby, baby! Driving slow in the fast lane, chop a spoon, pop a coating.